ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's 2022, and it is my privilege to welcome you to another episode of the Giro podcast. Joined by co-hosts Jamie Olson and Danny, and Danny the Dr. Roberts Clark. G'day, g'day. How's it going? Good, mate. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, right, well, we wanted to uh, just do a bit of a quick sort of catch-up hello podcast, a bit of a prelude, if you will, to to this uh, novel that will be 2022. And um, yeah, just wanted to kind of fill in, fill you listeners in with some of the things that we've got going on, have a bit of a review uh, of last year, uh, as well as, you know, kind of look, you know, talk about what we've got to look forward to in 2022. I think there's quite a lot to look forward to in 2022. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, really looking forward to some of the racing, some of the stuff we've got coming up at Giro. So mm. looking forward to it. Flanders. Oh, don't get me started. Ooh, we'll come back to that. You don't, don't peak too soon, Jamie. Don't peak too soon. <laughs> Always peak too soon. So 2021, um, for all you listeners out there, obviously you'll know that we haven't had a podcast in a little while. And, you know, the truth is, the reality of it is, is the last sort of like closing... I don't know, quarter, last three, four months of the uh, of 2021 was just mad. You know, we had a lot going on here uh, around the cafe and just a lot going on. You know, so apologies for not being as consistent as we'd like to be. Um, but we are aiming to, and our plan is, and we've got plans in place to make sure that we can make keep uh, this Jira podcast uh, consistent and regular for your listening pleasures. Um, you know, towards the end, you know, things were kicking off a little bit with COVID, weren't they, boys? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I had it just before Christmas. So. You got it. Same. You he got gave it. it to me. And who gave it to Danny? Lewis Gregory. Lewis Gregory. Oh, full name him. Lewis Gregory. Who thought Who's it was, that guy? He thought it was a good idea to go out clubbing. Silly boy. Um, but, you know, look, it, 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 2021, it felt as though it was anyone a bit of a downer. You know, obviously we had to cancel a couple of events that we had here. We had to, we had to cancel our Christmas uh, party in the, in the shop. We had to cancel our staff Christmas party. Um, but you know what? Like, even though it kind of ended on a downer, on the whole, 2021 was a great year. And look, from me to all of you listeners out there, just a huge thank you for your support. You know, the support around the cafe for the whole of 2021 has been massive. You know, we started 2021 closed, you know, in a, in a lockdown and, and, you know, but through them we saw some really big successes. Um, you know, I think one of the, the things, that I, one of the things I look back on with sort of the most sort of like, uh, you know, joy, I guess, is we launched our Thursday night bikes and beers which has just been killer. Um, what about you? What, what do you guys think about think about last year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been great. And it's been really cool to see, even though we, we haven't been keeping the cafe open late on Thursdays through winter, there's like a regular regular Thursday night gravel yeah. group goes out still. So that's The Night Belgy. Really cool. They yeah. started the Night Belgy. And shout out to Big Smoke Brewery who uh, keep open for us. Uh, the Night Belgy followed by some beers down there, which is great. But the bikes and beers, uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, essentially we open up late night on Thursday and we organise some road rides and and, um, and gravel rides and just back here for some beers and some dinner and, uh, and what, just some food, some snacks. And it's been great. It's been great kind of seeing like a bunch of new faces and we cannot wait to open that, that again. That's definitely been the highlight year. So we're going to be, it's probably going to be mid-spring, I think, realistically. We'll start mm. kind of open as the days get longer and... Yeah, we'll look forward to welcoming you and anybody's welcome. So it doesn't matter what level you're at, we'll always sort of have a ride for you. And uh, yeah, just a, just a real proper like highlight of the week. 
real community builder. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty stoked about it. Mm. What else happened last year, Danny? Uh, Le Jog was great. Yeah. So for those of you who are aware, uh, Louise from Internationals invited us to support their Internationals relay Land's End John Agrote, uh record attempt. And they got it. Yeah, fantastic. Was it 44 hours or something as a relay? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, crazy. Which is really yeah. quick. It was yeah. a very, very strange couple of days. <laughs> so, so, so Danny and I shared driving duty. So our job was in Doris, in lovely Doris. And Doris is my Volkswagen transporter, by the way. But Danny and I took turns uh, with Doris to essentially chaperone the riders. So the riders were doing their, their, their riding, obviously, and that's what riders do. And we were sat behind them. And I remember when we set off from Land's End, you know, it's like 5 a.m. Everyone's like super pumped, super excited. And, um, you know, we start going down the road and obviously they're going like between like 30 and 40 k an hour, which translates to about 20 miles an hour. And it just dawned on us. Oh, this is this is what it, this is what the next two days is going to be like driving twenty miles an hour. So it's this very strange, strange warped sense of dystopian reality where we were just driving very slowly for on a roads on a roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the girls did absolutely amazing. A team yeah. of four of them. A shout out to all of them. And yeah, they got it. And you know, we had a well earned day of rest. Mm. And when we got up to uh, uh, John O'Groats. Had a bit of whiskey, couple of whiskeys, couple of whiskeys, and then uh, and then came back. But it's a beautiful. I definitely want to go back up there riding. Hundred mm, percent. Have you ridden up there before? Never. No, no, no. no. I'd love to do that North Coast Five Hundred. Yeah, 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 really cool. You've been up there, Jay? No, no, never. Uh, I mean, I've been to Scotland, yeah, but yeah. not on a bike, and not when I can remember. It's definitely tiny baby. I tell you, a one wee thing, lad. I tell you, one of the things that was really cool about. It, I mean, obviously, we, you know, we were there supporting a race, but because you're there driving, you can really sort of take in mm. the UK. Mm. And I tell you what, like, the UK is beautiful. Like mm. going up around sort of the lakes, and then up into Scotland. I mean, Scotland is just gorgeous. Yeah, it's outrageous. Even though yeah. we're on kind of these A roads, it is such a beautiful, beautiful mm. country. Um, so yeah, when's Jira and Scotland opening then? When is Jira? I like your thinking. Mm. Um, yeah, who knows? Coming soon, 2022. Coming, coming, really? Oh, <laughs> God. God, I wish somebody had told me about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, as I say, like it's been great seeing the cafe sort of so busy again uh, this year and like fully open. We, you know, we had a really great summer. We had a really great sort of, you know, end to the year. And this year's really sort of kicked off. Um, got James and the team doing phenomenal jobs. And just thank you for all you guys stopping through on the weekends on your rides to say hello, spend some time together. It's mm-hmm. been good. And uh, yeah, rides wise, we we kicked off our monthly uh, rides, Sunday rides. Mm-hmm. That's been cool. Um, we've got the next one, Road Riders, in March. The next both, gravel one is in February. Both fully signed up. Both so fully signed up. Even if you're listening to this and want to come, you can't too currently. S- too slow. <laughs> too we might put slow. on some more groups. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep you updated. It's good. But I mean, you know, please do uh, look out for those when we post about them on social media because it's a great way to meet new people uh, and ride together. So, 2022. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So as, as, as we said, our sort of promises to you is we, we, we are going to keep this podcast regularly. We're going to aim to do like one a month, potentially two, to, you know, with some of the things that we've got lined up. And we do have a couple of quite cool ones lined up. Um, we've got 
uh, as you know, we've in the last kind of two years we've been partnering with, with Masaka Cycling Club, and their their coach, their main coach, who's based out there, goes a lovely guy called Sam Mutton. He's going to be over here. Um, and we're going to do a podcast with him just to really kind of, you know, do a bit of a deep dive into what he's doing and what sort of took him out there. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal um, uh, sort of charity that we're involved with. And, um, you know, we've done two podcasts, um, you know, around Masaka. So, yeah, that's that's one I'm really looking forward to, which is quite cool. Mm. Uh, you've been speaking a little bit with him. Um, Jamie, what, what do you think yeah. we can expect? I mean, like they, they do a lot with Team Amani, who we've also had on the podcast. Um, and that's kind of where the crossover is. They do a lot of stuff on Zwift. Yeah. A lot of Zwift racing, which kind of gives them that that access to a global audience that they've not been able to get, you know, get to before. And, you know, it's already already sort of paying dividends for mm. them. They've got this hugely successful team with yeah. some really, really incredible riders. Yeah who, you know, they're only learning more and more by the day mm. using Zwift as a platform. Two of them have signed for Team Armani next year. I Amazing. Think. And, yeah, hopefully hopefully more in the future as well. Um, but, yeah, Sam heads up all that, so he, he makes sure they're all in tip-top shape for, mm. you know, Zwift, Zwift racing, Zwift leagues, and, you and know, it, joining the Team Armani guys and eventually. And translated out in the real world as well, not to say that Zwift isn't real because, mm. you know, yeah but uh yeah that's that's uh that's definitely end game for them yeah but I mean, kind of not only the road but obviously they had the migration gravel yeah. race last year which is really cool mm. and they they placed really well yeah um uh, those two so yeah really cool. the, the ultimate goals world tour right they oh, want to get yeah. right into the world I mean, tour eventually you know fingers crossed and i mean please go back and listen to the podcast we did with ross like ross burridge you know he's the guy that you know kind of helped kind of get not he didn't start Masaka but he helped it kind of get it on the map and get people supporting it and the mm. way that it's grown it's really exciting and we're really kind of genuinely privileged to be involved in it and you know for I mean go on our website there's lots lots that we can do there to support um also it's really cool some like a good friend of the cafe uh Owen Bland uh is who is currently a chef for a pro world pro tour team EF cycling what are they called this year Nepo no, no Nepo's gone. The EF Easy God Post, knows. EF Education Easy Post, I think. EF it's, Education yeah. Easy Post. So the ones in pink. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's <laughs> one it. of the ones in pink. So Owen oh, is all a, in pink. Uh, <laughs> Owen, I'm in a pink hat right now. So mm. you know, there you go. Available on GiroCycles.com. There you go. Um, so Owen's a chef for them, uh, but alongside uh, sort of his good friend Will Gerling, who's their nutritionist. So they're going to come down end of February and do a podcast, which I'm really, really, really excited mm. about. I think like to really get an insight into what it's like chefing for a world tour team you know mm. so he did the, the Giro did the, the Vuelta did a few other races and, and did the Tour de France he always got a shout out on breakaways and breweries he also got he, a couple of shouts few, out on yeah, breakaways yeah. and breweries I mean that is that's like you know blue plaque stuff the pinnacle isn't it? really yeah 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 that's, that's game that's game changing but um, that's gonna I, I'm, I'm really excited about that one you know that's gonna be a really fascinating listen just to get a uh, bit of an insight into how to fuel an entire team for a world tour which is quite cool apparently it's a lot of rice and eggs <laughs> yeah rice and eggs rice yeah, and yeah, eggs yeah. chicken yep. um, but yeah that'd be really cool and then um, we've also had a lot of requests for uh, a mechanic slash tech podcast so Danny's going to be heading that one up. Thank you. Might, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear it from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys uh, are out there and you know want some specific tech mechanic questions, um, then chain yeah. lubing. 
Yeah, but around. <laughs> we can uh, do four hours on chain loop. And I mean, Ugh. the sad thing is, is he's not joking either. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna take over the world uh, with that one. Um, breakaways and breweries. Look, we it was a real passion project uh, because we love beer and we love cycling, and so we tr- we tried to put them together. Uh, let's face it, it didn't take off. There were parts of it that, <laughs> that worked really well, but the hashtag breakaways and breweries it didn't trend. It's a long one, and yeah. that was. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the uh, that was the issue. So we are going to do some of these like race reviews and make it a little bit more interactive with a few people around this table. Get and Louise some back. Get, definitely get Louise back. Uh, but we'll have that. To uh, be for. fair, we did announce their world record attempt that they've now succeeded at on our Breakaways and Breweries podcast. Yeah. So it'll have that in its legacy forever. It, and no one can take away. But yeah, um, yeah we, look, we'll do more alcohol racing focused content soon. Maybe just so put a webcam on me when I go out. So don't worry. Yeah. Take, take a camera and a voice recorder. We, record we really, really don't want to put a webcam when you, you go out, Jamie. Good, good Lord. Sweet Lord. And then Coach's Corner. Yeah. So any of your training questions or topics, send them our way. We've had a few in. Yeah. We might brush over them later. Oh, yeah. But we can go into detail oh, on nice. them in the actual podcast. Yeah, so we, ahead of this podcast uh, on our social channels, we asked for you guys some questions and we have answers to those questions without becoming later in the podcast. Um, right. 2022. Mm. Jamie alluded to earlier. Who else is excited for the race season to properly begin? It's going to be really cool. Oh, mate, I and can't a, wait. A proper race season as well for Pro- the first time in two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, they cancelled Cadell's. Yeah, they cancelled Cadell's. Tour Down Under is not really going on as a, so as actually, a world the tour. The season's race, ruined already. The season is over. <laughs> Cadell's is the best race all year. Exactly. We all know that. The, uh, I mean, Tour Down Under, it's a real shame. But, I mean, they are, there is racing going on. It's the cycling mm. festival or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically an NRS race, which yeah. is like equivalent to like a Prem race over yeah, here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's, you know, due to sort of like COVID and, and restrictions. But aside from that, we. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're full gas back in mm. with the Belgium Classics. We've got the UAE Tour starting in February. Yeah. But then get this date in your diaries, ladies and gentlemen. We've got 26th of, of February. We've got Omlup Het Newsblad, uh, which is mm. happening. And I cannot wait. It's going to be good. Oh, man, yeah. I'm so excited it's about always, the Classics. It's always a great Classics race. was great last year. Well, just all the racing last year was great, mm. but I think because we had the year before, it was like all sort of hickledy-piggledy to sort of come back, uh, which is great. And, and we're going out there. Yeah. We're going out there to watch. So if any of you guys are going out to Flanders, I'm not going out to Omloop, but if any of you guys are going out to Flanders, then, uh, then give us a shout. We'll be there on, on uh, Quadamont. Drinking at Quadamont. With a few beers. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll go for it. Jay, one of my favourite photos is Jamie throwing up the horns on uh, on on the cobbles of Quaramont. Mm. So excited, waiting for the heckling Sagan, waiting for the yeah, that's it, waiting for the guys to come up. Yeah, we were who were we out there with? We were out, we're only like a, a couple of meters away from when Sagan uh, came down. Mm. Uh, was it Sagan? Um, uh, was it Terpsh- Terpshire won that and year, GV- GVA mm. um, when they came down uh, that we were literally like oh, sort of wow. metres away from that Crazy. great Can't, you've never been to Flanders have you never been no oh, this will be my first ever Euro race I've been to oh, man. I've been it's to such a few a in Australia race. But yeah. about then, time for a fan like you yeah yeah and then so wait. when we've gone in the past we, you know, we go out we have a, a proper good Belgium night out 
watch the racing and then the next day we ride mm. so we we start in uh in Aldenard, head out to Gerardsbergen, go up Kaffelmuir and then back and then we do you know Paterberg, Coppenberg um and Quaramon it's great awesome. so, Danny so, can't so, so do excited. anything the, the day after a night out so we'll do the ride well no he can do things he just complains and says that he's, he's, he's gonna he's never drinking again <laughs> Um, apart from the classics there's a bit of a change this year isn't there so they've got you know normally the year the week after Flanders is um, Paris-Roubaix but it's now two weeks after and they've put the Amstel gold in the middle so I'm not sure why that is but that'd be uh, that'd be quite good Um, and do you guys know any of any insides into the cycling world for next year big changes personnel teams races yeah Danny you take this one there's lots of new kits I don't know I, I I don't think any of them are all really terrible probably so far. I don't mind that Bora one. I think that Bora one's oh, all Bora right. one's all right. Yeah, I don't mind that. I think the colour right. done a good job there. Yeah. The new Cofidus one is much too classy to really be Cofidus. Don't know about it. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's what have we got here? There we go. Get the photo up. Oh. It's, it's oh I don't know about that. Just kind of boring. They're all it? pretty bad. Yeah. Which Cofidus used to be like hilariously bad. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a kit. No, it's a little bit serious. Yeah. Um, the uh, Australian national champs were a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, oh, great racing g- in both men's and women's. I've got really to say, good. big, big shout out to um, uh, to Eurosport and GCN. Mm. The coverage of all of the cyclocross. Oh, we've got to talk about the the national uh, cyclocross oh, champs as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've got to say this, you know, that we're not sponsored at all, but, you know, open to ideas. Uh, but Euro- <laughs> Please get in contact to- with us, Eurosport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> big shout out to Eurosport and GCN. It has been really great having them live in the cafe, uh, mm. you know, kind of each weekend. Uh, both the men's and women's plus a live show it's great we've ne- never ever in the uk have we had uh cyclocross coverage like this so mm. it's been it's just been great and then we had the australian national champs which yeah, was really good yeah good racing mm. looked quite warm which yeah nice. yeah always always warm uh, i'd say nationals is is one of the the best races to go and spectate in australia yeah, it's, it's like a 10-ish minute loop yeah. and so they come past you i don't know it's like 16 or 18 it, times it or something. It's in Ballarat, Ballarat yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My uh, town of birth, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. How about it? Yeah, but great race. Mm. Uh, won by Luke Plapp, uh, who's now riding for Ineos. Um, he just looked so strong on the day. Plappo. Plappo, mate. Plappy. <laughs> Plappy. Plappy, mate. Flappy, plump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that sticks. Might have to bleep that out. Um, and Nicole Frame won the women's race with a with an awesome kind of late attack, which was really cool. So, Amazing. yeah, both races were really good. Really cool. Well mm. done, then. And then you might see it on our social media, but a couple of weeks ago, we had the incredible honour to go and support our good friend Grant racing in Giro Colours at the uh, National Cross um, yeah, Championships. Yeah. And it was muddy. It was very Holy muddy. Holy shit. Mm. It was so muddy. So Danny, did, uh, Danny was uh, pitting for him. Mm. In his, a, in his gum boots. Is that, is that a verb? Yeah, that's a verb. Verb yeah, pitting. Yeah, yeah. Pitting. yeah, it's a very yeah, yeah. CX verb. That's a yeah, very yeah. CX. Yeah, it's an okay, fine. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it gets batting around the CX I'm, field. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking it up quite quickly. And um, so Danny goes down there ready to set up his pit because that's what you do when you're pitting. Mm. And he um, he sends out a message saying, oh, for anybody coming along, bring your gum boots." And then realised none of us understood what he meant. And then he what quickly underfoot said wellies. So <laughs> sure enough, we rocked up in wellies. And good grief, did we need it? Yeah, it, was it was insane. It was proper like ankle deep mud, like what? sloppy ankle deep mud. Yeah, 
glad I was not riding through it. <laughs> mm. So Grant, obviously this is the national, so this is the national championship. So this is the, the, the best from the entire of the UK. The he started in 40th. I think he finished 40th as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, which was kind of his goal. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to wanted to kind and of come around there, yeah. Age group, he was like... 16th. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. 20, 20 I don't know. Anyway, it was, was amazing. It was great mm. to support him. And, you know, it was, right it was down in uh, Sussex. Mm. A great venue. Uh, hats off to the organisers. Crawley Wheelers. Yeah, yeah. Just hats off. It was it, everybody who was helping and marshalling were just always smiling, super helpful, mm. an unbelievable atmosphere, especially in that qu- quarry bit or whatever it was. Yeah, the, um, the muddy hole. The muddy hole. Yeah, it was. It was just everything about it was a great day out. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. A, really it it was really, really. We were really proud. Grant, we were proud of you, mate. It was amazing to go down and support you. Well done, Grant. Well yeah. done, Grant. On your Grant. I got on telly with a bag of dog shit in my hand. <laughs> oh, you'll have to bleed that out. <laughs> Cheers, GCN. Yeah, it was amazing. Like people are watching at home and then suddenly we get these uh, these messages coming up on, on WhatsApp and there's, <laughs> there's Jamie on TV with his dog holding a bag of his own dog's poo. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. The glamour. Was that your first time on TV? Possibly. Possibly. First time mm. on TV holding shite. Mm. Oh, dear. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most likely my first time on TV. So Danny, uh, moving on, Danny has, uh, has put together some exciting uh, news from the world of tech for Ex- 2022. Exciting. What, what can we expect in the world of tech in 2022? Well, can I buy a cassette in 2022? No, but you can order one and you'll get it in 2023. Sold. <laughs> there, you go, there you go, Matt. There's the answer to your question. <laughs> yeah. um, Matt submitted a question saying, where are all the bike components? Danny says they're in 2023. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, genuinely, it's just it's just been uh, like the whole pandemic's been really crazy trying to get hold of parts. But so um, for the, for those listeners who don't know, so Danny, um, not only is he a coach, is he a very gentle lover, um, but he is also our head mechanic here, and uh, and great at coming up with excuses not to do work, <laughs> like a podcast. Case in point, like a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but he, uh, I've I've been super impressed, you know, with how you've done all the work, but getting i'm sure many of you have gone to your bike shops asking for parts and you just can't get them and danny has been on the front line of trying to source and and find parts and it's been a real nightmare i did tell you a lie actually oh okay so it's not actually 2023 it's 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 august 2024 <laughs> well there you, you go if you Matt. want to ram so, 12 speed so for, 10 to 36 for those not watching and for those listening danny has a distributor's uh, website on here and it genuinely says October 2024. And, and just for clarity, Jamie, what date are we now? Uh, 25th of January 2022. It's more than two years. So look after your chains, everybody. Do we... I mean, we can get... <laughs> or into, just quit riding. We can get into another time, but why? Is, is, it, is it manufacturing? Is it shipping? It's basically everything. So, I mean, wow. obviously with... COVID, you'll, everyone will have heard of the supply of course, chain yeah, issues. Yeah. You can't get containers. So, mm. you know, SRAM did a, a CEO of SRAM did a really interesting podcast with um, Cycling Tips recently. Um, and he said they're basically sitting on more inventory than they've ever had in their warehouse, but they can't get it to distributors Gosh. and bike companies and suppliers and stuff. So Sounds like he needs to buy a van. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's got a boat, needs a <laughs> he can make a hell of a lot of money shipping bike parts. Got but a, got yeah, it's crazy. We could do. get a Giro boat. 
We could get a Giro boat. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, Giro sure. worldwide. Serve coffees on the sea. Ooh. Ahoy. Ahoy. RMAT. Yes, it's, it's, it's been interesting because I, I think we're probably seeing, starting to see a bit of a slowing in demand, but there's still a lot of, a lot of yeah, I think we're probably heading for a, a bit of a correction in the market at some point in the next year or so. Yeah, wow. But we'll see. Crazy. So is that price is going up or supply uh, I, finally I think, meeting demand? I think supply will finally meet demand in the next in the next year or two, yeah. and then we'll probably see back to a you know standard thing of everybody discount stuff and nobody makes any money. Econ. <laughs> so apart from cassettes, yeah. Uh, what else has come out this year? Uh, so people will have seen that the new Shimano 12-speed Altegra and Di2 got released in September last year. But you couldn't um, actually get it. There's probably about four bikes in the you world could, with you, it actually on. You could order it, but you, <laughs> you couldn't could order get it. it. Yeah, yeah. And we ordered brilliant. some Bloody brilliant. on the day. Uh, and our stuff should hopefully be coming in April. So if you want to buy a bike with new Altegra 12-speed on it, act fast. Get in contact because we've got... Th- maybe two group sets left out of that <laughs> and then there's none until 2024 so yeah yeah rad um, I reckon we'll get a bit of that what else uh, that's probably the the most interesting ones that I, I saw a article the other day maybe there's going to be a new campy coming okay um, it's whether that's going to be 12 speed or whether it's going to go 13 to 13 speed, speed like yeah. 2 by 13 yeah. knowing um, campy it'll be 8 it's speed it's all speculation at this point yeah campy 8 speed probably mechanical rim brakes nice wouldn't it it's been mechanical, yeah, with the little levers on the There'll on the downshift. Fourteen different BCDs and twenty-two different chain rings, and you've got to talk Look, to what's, someone. What's in wrong with downshift mounted levers? levers. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What was ever wrong with that to begin with? Yeah, I lost you there, at BCD, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a it's like a rhythm, it's like a musical thing. <laughs> CC. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's go to some of your questions. Mm. Um, so We've already thank, answered that first one. So thank you for uh, for bringing these these uh, questions. So from Birdman, uh, where are all the bike components? 2024. 2024. Um, I've got a, a question here from Stevie Mac. Best bit of winter kit we own, Jamie? Attacker Race Ultra Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wear that to the pub. That's a good jacket. I don't own the Race Ultra. I've got the old race jacket and that's really good. But yeah. I think the new quilted gilet is mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool piece of kit. Definitely, definitely got to be either the Race Ultra jacket or the quilted gilet for sure. Shout fair, out. the winter bibs are pretty cool. Shout out to Attacker. I, I don't, their winter apparel is unbelievable. They just mm. released their new race rain jackets, which look really nice. Mm. Um, and they've got a quilted jacket as well. Um, but yeah, that, that race jacket is, is perfect. I just think it's perfect. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I probably don't ride enough in winter to be no. So it's lucky you vouched me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely uh, agree on that. So yeah, there you go, Steve. Attack a race mm. jacket. Get it at GiroCycles.com. We do. We got enough, one left. We do have one left. <laughs> Might be your size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, all right, from Tom Duncan, bike fitting an injury. Is that a question? He left some context? slashes, no, no question marks. Oh. So he's, maybe just your thoughts on bike fitting and how it can affect injuries. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay, fine. I think some people are definitely sensitive to bike fit. Um, I'm personally not. I'm, I'm, I'm quite lucky. I can run my saddle two centimetres too low without even realising and then yeah. get home and be like, oh, yeah, that was wrong. Yeah. Um, but some people are definitely sem- sensitive to it. So it's, I think it's worth, especially with a new bike purchase, it's worth getting a bike fit. Mm. Um, just to make sure you're on the right size and Before comfortable and yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. But I, I think yeah, having a good bike fit is is definitely important to mm. 
yeah, to get making sure you're comfortable on the bike, producing uh, the most power and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been, you know, riding a long time. I was riding without a bike fit for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. And then I had a bike fit and I then had another bike fit. And what it was really good was just kind of unlocking the knowledge and understanding mm. of kind of different positioning and where's a more efficient place to be. Sure. It wasn't so much injury prevention. My personal opinion and feeling on injury prevention is, is do more work off the bike, mm. to do more work around strength and mobility. Uh, not necessarily flexibility, but just strengthening the parts that you're not using when you're on the bike. And I believe that, that will do a hell of a lot for injury prevention. Because um, you're, you're not talking about, because you ride a bike, you know, maybe X amount of hours a week, but we're talking about longevity of, of, of life and being able to kind of keep mobile. So I think a lot of kind of like injury prevention can be done off the bike uh, and not relying on a bike fit to fix it. But certainly being aware and, and understanding of what a different position, what impact that mm. will have on different parts of your body, I think is really, really important. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, I think and then, of course, you've got people that have severe injuries and maybe a bike fit has to tailor to, you know, not mm. accentuate some of those, I guess. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of kind of woo and mysticism to bike fit and you'll you'll see some people, you know, promoting themselves as the only fitter who can get you in the right position and all that sort of stuff. But I think the ultimate thing is finding someone kind of who you trust and who's yeah. not, not trying to kind of spout any, you know, bullshit about... Mm. You know, you have to have exactly this brand shoes or whatever. Um, but yeah. it's just kind of finding someone who understands you, understands your yeah. riding style, what you want out of the out of the fit, what you want out of cycling, and I, just getting you comfortable, really. And it's important. I mean, look, it's important to stress that I'm not a bike fitter. Danny's not a bike mm. fitter, but obviously, I have a lot of experience in just riding. And I think it, you have to. I think the best, not bike fitter, but the best understanding of bike fitting is really listening to your body mm. and, and being in tune with what it's saying. You know, um, and you know, if you feel, and of course, if you're at every point you're riding, you're feeling pain, just stop. Like, don't ride through because you could really be doing yourself a lot of damage. Mm. Um, and you, you, you know, with even though it's a non-impact, you know, there's a lot of mechanics going on on a bike, um, and you know, making sure you just get that, get those things sort of checked out. But I don't believe there's like, yeah, as you say, there's like a one-fit solution. I think it is mm. listening to your it's body and being definitely in tune. evolving process for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and everybody's different. Everybody's mm. different. I've got like super long legs, high saddle, and I messed up. He has. I messed up Jamie's back because he mm -hmm. rode my bike for a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Any more questions? Well, there's plenty. Um, I mean, this this would be a good one for a uh, coach's corner, but you know, we could go over the uh, the basics of it now. Is um, tips on increasing your ride distance up to a hundred and hundred plus k, and mm. also climbing better. How mm. how can you do both of those, Danny? I reckon you're uh, the expert there. I six mean, hours Zwift every day. Yeah. Do 100K <laughs> rides every day until they feel okay. No, yeah. <laughs> like it's just building up slowly, really. I mean, yeah. like a general rule, if you're increasing your distance by about 5% every time and giving yourself enough recovery, you'll you'll get there. It might take a while, but you're better mm. off kind of definitely better off building up slowly than, than you are smashing ridiculous rides and, and digging a hole. And resting's key as and well. Yeah, absolutely. It's that rest and recovery piece. So, you know, if you're working... 12-hour days and sleeping four hours a night, I probably mm. would just hang the bike up and mm. <laughs> focus on getting some more sleep and then yeah, yeah, worry yeah. about the riding when you can. But fueling. It's, it's definitely, yeah. Fuel, yeah, that's just a good point we'll as well. We'll probably yeah. cover that in that podcast yeah, yeah. with Owen and Will. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's, that's when, whenever we do rides with sort of like newer people, that's the biggest thing we always say is eat. 
eat like mm. eat don't eat after you've bonked eat mm. just keep eating keep grazing you know like you're and especially when it's cold because people don't realize when it's cold you're burning more calories because you're not only exerting energy to keep your pedals moving but you're also exerting energy to keep warm so you will actually burn more calories so it's just the constantly grazing mm. and just you know mm. kind of keeping ahead of it don't listen to the nonsense you know like you know whatever marketing's on those sachets it says they eat you know four of these an hour like no that's that's insane you can have a heart attack but just you know kind of continuously graze uh, yeah, i think that's like really important climbing better to climb more uh, that's what's per kilo isn't it really yeah. so get, get lighter if you if you can safely and Climb more, really. Just climb more. Just get, get fitter, yeah. Get, get out to the hills. <laughs> it's, just, um, just do it. Get it done. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot of people talk about, you know, climbing's a different muscles and stuff, but it's it's not really. It's not a massively different. If you're riding up a 4% grade, the joint angles and stuff are basically the same. It really mm. is just power and weight. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a coffee question from... From someone who should know he's talking about. From, is this, from, is this from James knows from, the answer and from, wants to see if we do? From cafe yeah, I think manager, he's testing us. <laughs> from cafe manager, uh, James Norwood. Let's shout out to James. What a legend. He's yeah. doing a phenomenal job. Great cafe. bloke. Yeah, yeah. Um, water temperature for coffee. Well, that very much depends on what coffee you're brewing and how you're brewing it. Um, but for example, with espresso, our espresso machine runs at 93.5 degrees centigrade, so not boiling, never boiling. And then with pour overs, different coffees and different roasters will say, you know, differently. But, you know, anywhere sort of around about 92 is kind of like a, a, a bit of a sweet spot. But always look at the recipes, always check their brewing methods. Mm. And, and never ratios. boiling. Never boiling. And dark roasts tend to be slightly less hot than lighter what, roast what do you mean well. by dark roast I don't know there I, you go James Hoffman said it James Hoffman <laughs> oh, dark, <laughs> dark roast I don't really believe I, that's yeah anyway, another time we'll, we'll, stick to mechanic we, we should, definitely, we should definitely do a co- we should definitely do a coffee podcast mm, eh? yeah. and just kind of get, get the, into uh, the nitty gritties of this get the workshop experts it's, down yeah it's, it's really really they can, they can put Danny in line I've got <laughs> got a question here from Jamie Olsen that's uh, me at Jamie Olsen uh, this is for Danny. Danny, how's the couch to 5K going? It's actually going really well, Jamie. Thank yeah. you for asking. You made it to five yet? Yeah? I haven't made it to five yet. I'm only three weeks. I got off the couch and did five. Yeah, but now you're injured, so. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Still running. Lewis Check is out. injured. It's Lewis is injured. Got off the couch and did 5K, so, you know. It's because he went clubbing. Because <laughs> he went clubbing. And you danced too. And hard. then one for, uh, one for Jamie. How's the TT going? Terribly. Terribly. Rack the bike. It's on eBay currently if anyone wants a TT bike, like genuinely. Yeah. Um, it's a nice eBay.co.uk. It's a nice TT bike. Yeah, it's an absolute bargain as well. So yeah, if anyone wants a TT bike, go and we, go and pay for my beers. We, we, <laughs> we, we can talk about that in another podcast, but uh, yeah, ah, best not. All right, guys, look, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. As I say, we just wanted to do a short kind of like, just you know prelude podcast of the year we've got some really exciting podcasts to come we just want to do a quick sort of like touch oh. base with, with you guys oh before we go matt matt submitted a late question oh here we go saying what are you most looking forward to this year so this would be the perfect opportunity to end the podcast one thing each um go oh ah. feel on the spot what am i looking forward to most this year um oh I mean, there's some things I can't say, um, but I would say I'm excited for, I've got to say one thing. Yeah. This is why it's a great ending question. Okay. It's Flanders. It's got to be Flanders. Flanders. Yeah. 
Danny. Uh, I'm going back to Australia for the first time in three years in March to see family. Looking forward to that. But, yeah, it's Flanders, really. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mum. Summer generally, but, yeah, Yeah. Flanders would be good as well. Sunshine. And I am in Flanders is it Flanders is just such a special place. Of course, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but uh, definitely looking forward to bikes and beer starting. Thursday, getting Thursday mm. nights cracking again. Um, oh, and we've also got some really exciting things happening on Friday evenings. But we'll we'll mm. we'll announce those at a later date. Um, but some really fun things Stay coming tuned. up. Um, but yeah, oh, look, guys, thanks for listening. Um, keep, keep interacting with us on social media at Jurocycles or on Twitter at Juro underscore Cycles, Jurocycles uh, or Two High Street Isha KT ten nine RT and my phone number. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.